Hello and welcome to Drop Talk, the official podcast from Drop Fitness. This podcast features interviews between the owners and members of Drop Fitness, as well as community members and business owners, where we talk all things fitness, family, and food. Please subscribe and share our podcast. And if you like what you hear, throw us an awesome five-star review. Follow us on Instagram at Drop Fitness Bakersfield, or head to our website, dropfitnessbakersfield.com. See you at the gym. What's up, Fit Fam, and welcome to another episode of Drop Talk. This is your host, Joe Noel, as always, and uh, with me today, special guest, one of our members, Miguel Seha. Welcome, Miguel. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. This is going to be um, probably one of the best uh, uh, podcasts that we've recorded because Miguel uh, brought us some, uh, what are these? These are, we have some wide claws this morning, so no laws this morning. I had to <laughs> have a little morning pick me up. It is actually a miracle you have me this early. Um, my manager can never book me this early and for any event, so uh, you're very fortunate to have me here. And now you guys see why Miguel was invited on. Um, yeah, uh, he also did. Uh, you know, be in lieu of the uh, recent uh, pandemic, uh, where white claws mixed with emergency, right? So uh, right. So I have a little bit of emergency. We did a little mixology. We have some emergency. White claws are very low in carbs and calories, as you know. So, you know, we're, we're sticking to our, our health and wellness routine this morning and, and making sure we stay safe. We're actually recording from Joe's underground bunker. He did a <laughs> lot of digging this week. Uh, uh, so we're in the backyard somewhere yeah, about a hundred feet down below. It's like cavernous. You can yeah. hear the El- echo a little bit. <laughs> Ellie's playing in the sandbox up there. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah. So a lot of, uh, a lot of crazy stuff happening, um, this week with uh with coronavirus stuff so um everybody uh try to stay safe social distancing which um doesn't really f- it kind of flies in the face of coming to the gym so i don't know how i feel about it we wipe stuff down we keep it clean and uh, i think we're gonna get through this anyways to you miguel you have a lot of stuff going on you are a uh, i feel like a master mixologist um you have a uh, a little cooking program going on cooking with seha I get a lot of good uh, recipe ideas off of there. Not necessarily keto friendly, but you know, still good. I like it. Um, skin, you're just you're doing a lot. I mean, what are you? What what's uh, what's going on? I like to stay busy. I'm a busy boy here. Um, yeah, so um, I do record a lot of uh, Instagram content, especially with cooking. I think cooking's something that I've always done. Um, now the keto friendly thing i am lactose intolerant so a lot of that and i do have a little bit of a gluten sensitivity so a lot of that is more because i can't cook a lot of the keto meals or had a harder time keeping a keto diet um i have seen great results sticking to a low carb diet um it's just hard yeah um because a lot of those recipes do include cheese or do include some type of um dairy dairy. yeah um and so it, it's hard. It's hard to find certain things. Um, it's gotten a lot easier, especially um, over the last year or two. You've seen a lot of uh, companies come out with um, with good substitutions. And so um, that that's the only reason. But I at least try to cook. I, I heard once if if you can have anything you want to eat as long as you're making it from scratch. Um, okay. And I, like I, I kind of keep that concept. I try. Uh, I think what's really helped me over the last couple of years is not really fo- like sticking to a specific diet because I, I did just growing up bounce from this diet idea to this diet idea. Mm-hmm. Um, so over the last, you know, maybe two, three years, I've tried to just keep something that's more natural. I really like like the idea of um, like the caveman diet or just sticking to things that 
if you can identify them, then go ahead and eat them. That's um, yeah. Even with my grocery habits, I try to perimeter shop. So I try to shop on the outside of the store okay. where you have things that are more whole foods. Uh, whereas once you start getting lost in the aisles, you're now looking at processed food. So right. if you can stick to walking around the outside of the grocery store, you're probably going to find things that are a lot better for you. So I just talked about that with uh, Howard from NutriShop, and he said the exact same things. And I came up um, with, or I didn't come up with this. I've just heard this before, and it's just, just stuck with me. Just take credit for it. Yeah, I'm going to take credit for it now. Um, you guys can find it later. Um, but uh, if it had a life, if your product had a life, then you can eat it. So like if it grew from the ground, it's a plant, whatever. If it's a cow that's walked around, anything that's had a life, you've had, you're, there is no Snickers tree and there's no uh, Belveda uh, breakfast snack tree. And uh, I always call those two things out because like Bel people eat those Belveda things and they're like 42 grams of carbs. I'm like, that's more carbs than you should have in the day probably and you're eating it for breakfast. But um, all that stuff is that package container stuff in the middle, it's terrible. And so if we could shop around the outside, get our veggies, get our meats, the eggs and cheeses, if not for you, maybe. Um, and then guess what's on the other side of the, the shopping center usually is the alcohol section. So you just make that quick little U-turn and you get out of there and you get all the vital, the essential stuff. So, no, I, I like that. And, and really what I like about what you said is, you know, keto, everybody's talking keto, keto, keto. But that doesn't work for you. And that might not work for the people that are you know, listening to this podcast or coming to our gym. But find something that does work for you. So that doesn't mean just like, hey, I can't do keto. So screw it. I'm just going to go do you know whatever. Um, and then the cooking from scratch thing is huge because I think of just even when you go to a restaurant or whatever, you don't know what kind of oils they're cooking with. They're probably cooking with like canola oil and stuff. And we know that that's a little worse for us than say like olive oil or avocado oil. So like even the little things like that, that adds up. And when you're cooking it yourself, you know exactly what you're putting in there. So, um, you know, I think, I think all of what you just said is, is huge and super relatable by, by any of our members or our listeners. So, well, I, I definitely think eating should never be a convenience. And I think when, when that's another thing that, um, I try to watch for, if it's convenient to eat, um, you know, or you're getting it in quickly, you're probably going to take in a lot of, a lot of, um, sugars, you're probably taking in a lot of calories all at once. Right. Um, and, and that's what upsets me. I think, I think I'm so mad about it. I think, <laughs> um, eating is, is, is essential for survival. It's, it's, you know, we, we've moved away from that and now it's all about work and right. not making time to eat. And now there's so many startups that are dedicated to getting you a quick meal. Um, whereas if it's convenient, you, you, you're probably not eating what's best for you. You need to at least give yourself that time in the day, just like to work out and do something healthy for yourself to actually find the time to cook. Because that's one of the, the it, it, as humans, like it's it's one of the things we need to survive, to, to be able to put together a meal, cook it and and enjoy it. And that's, you know, there's, there's like a beautiful, it's a beautiful experience to be able to enjoy food with people. And, you know, grabbing a Snickers and running out is, 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 um, moving us further and further away from that. The worst part of eating or snacking is doing it while you're doing something else because then you're not even, you don't, you're doing like almost like subconsciously. You know, I think about being on a computer and anybody who has an office job knows this, like there's snacks <clears throat> around an office everywhere and people are just, you know, putting into something into their mouth, like a little Reese's cup, boom, typing, then just like aimlessly doing it. And you, I mean, two hours could go by in your day and you're like, oh, I had seven of those things. You don't feel anything in your stomach. You don't feel full or anything like that. So you're like not purposefully eating. So that's a that's that you just kind of like maybe like 
think about that. Like, yeah, if we're not making time and setting time aside for it to eat our meal, we're not enjoying it for one. Um, and then two, we don't even, we might not even know what we eat because we just shovel something in. If you run through McDonald's drive through real quick, cause Hey, I just got to eat this burger. And then you get home two hours later and you're like, Oh yeah, I'm hungry. And so now you eat a full meal and you're like, wow, I just had this burger that I totally forgot about because yeah, you didn't, you didn't pay attention to when you're, when you're eating, you're doing it out of convenience or whatever. So and sometimes um, you start grazing and, and you yeah. think, oh, I'm just having these almonds. Almonds have a lot of calories. So you start just picking after a while. Uh, you, you probably had more than you should have. Another, yeah, another and if handful. you're not measuring, yeah. So, uh, you know, there's there's little things that we think are, are good for us that we kind of forget. And sometimes mm. it's just about taking the time to separate it and, and give yourself time to, to do those things. What does, like, so you've been coming to the gym for a long time. Monica's known you for a long time. I've known you for a long time, too when you came, so I don't want to like be like, Hey, why did you come to drop fitness? Mm-hmm. Like, well, clearly you knew us, but, um, you know, you have continued to stay with us and continue to make time to, to come to the gym. So like, what is it for you that like, you know, really motivates you to come to the gym and to stay consistent? Cause you're, you are pretty consistent. I mean, you're here, what would you say? Like three to four times a week, five times a week, maybe? Lately, yes. It it kind of goes in and out. At least when I don't come, I try to tell myself, okay, today I'm cleaning the upstairs and the downstairs and mowing the lawn, and and we we have some activity. But um, what what first got me to come to Drop Fitness, I tend to not, I have a lot of hobbies, but I tend not to stick to something for too long. And so just with the gym, I got very, um, I, I had the membership. It was only, you know, what, $15, $20 a month, and I could just not worry about it. I could go once a month and, oh, $15, $20 isn't hurting my pocket as much. Right. Um, I Drop Fitness is incredibly reasonably priced, but it is at a, 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 a little bit more than just your traditional gym. Right. But you're getting that one-on-one training, um, it, well, in a group setting, but you're right. getting that training. And so it, it actually motivates you to come not only because of the price, but also because you have things constantly changing. It's not coming into a gym and being on the treadmill the whole time or you know sometimes you're intimidated I was intimidated in the gym you know you see these guys grunting and and (laughs) what is it the lugs oh yeah the planet fitness (laughs) yeah Yeah, the planet fitness lugs so you 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 become intimidated and you and sometimes you don't know what you're doing I hear that from people all the time well I'm Mm. not sure you know how how it works or so when you come into a setting like this where someone's actually guiding you through it and making sure you're doing it safely and you know at your own pace it it becomes you know comfortable and then once you get used to it you see progress in yourself and you see you know you came in not being able to do a single burpee and now you can you know go through rounds so yeah you see that progress and it kind of keeps you motivated good yeah no that's i mean that is what we wanted to create in, in drop fitness and it's you know we never claim to be the cheapest place we're pretty can uh, competitively priced but you know, we don't, we don't claim to be like the cheapest place and we're not a $10 planet fitness, but it's for a reason because we don't offer those kind of workouts where it's just like, Hey, you're on your own. Like, no, we're going to show you what to do and, you know, coach you on it. It's not one-on-one personal training, but we're definitely keeping an eye on you. And if you're not doing something right, we're going to, we're going to correct your form and we're going to make sure that you're doing it correctly. So you're not hurting yourself or potentially others, uh, if you're going too crazy. Um, but no, that's, uh, that's good. So, I wanted to get into, we talked about, you know, food and, and eating stuff, but, uh, you know, personal care, you know, like self-care, self-care, self-care is super important. I know it's super important to you because, uh, of some products that you've, uh, you've came up with. Like, I feel I'm just fascinated. Cause like you just keep, you like, you just do stuff like, right. You just, well, okay. Maybe it's not 
a great thing because you're like, hey, I don't always stay with everything. Yeah. But I I love like the the creativity, like the inspiration, like and when you want to do something, you just do it. You, there's so many people that are like, oh, I want to do that, but I don't know how to start, and I don't know how to. There's a million excuses. Same thing with the gym. You could just say, hey, I no, nah, I don't know where to go. I don't have time. I don't, whatever. But I don't think you do that. I feel like you, you know, you you just start doing something and you you do it. You find a way to do it. Yeah, you have you can't be afraid. I think that keeps a lot of people from following what they want to do. Mm. Um, it sounds kind of cliche, follow your dreams, but <laughs> yeah. uh, and and it has come with time. I think when I was younger, I was still trying to figure myself out, trying to figure things out, and then you just realize, you know what? I I can't. I'm very capable of doing a lot of things. I. I watched a lot of Martha Stewart growing up. Uh, (laughs) So, you know, I'm I'm a very crafty guy. And so it's about executing on those things and following through. And this year especially has been my goal, especially with working with, um, so I started doing uh, self-care skincare, groom self-care skincare. And and it's just a little project that um, actually took off pretty well um, on a small scale. I just make homemade products. And and the idea behind that was um, people being able to take care of themselves um, and making it kind of convenient. Um, so a lot of that is, be- especially, I, I guess I targeted guys at first or men at first because um, I would hear, you know, oh, I don't know what to use. And, it, and it's that hesitation a lot of people have, just like coming with the gym, I don't know what right. to do. Well, I think there's different areas where people will not enter because they don't know, you know, some people won't go to a certain bar because they don't know if the bartender is going to give them, you know, right. or what drink to order. Or, or you, you know, you don't go to... Like, I don't know, uh, the whole reason why, like, uh, Victoria's Secret started up was because the guy was embarrassed to, like, go buy his wife, like, lingerie. And so he started this whole thing where it's like, hey, they're going to help you. And that's, I mean, it's a billion-dollar, trillion-dollar concept, you know? So, like, yeah. that's how stuff comes about is, like, people are like, mm, I'm kind of intimidated. I'm going to start a business that solves that, you know? So that's that's perfect. Yeah, so there's that convenience aspect. But self-care is really important. Um, I have dealt with uh, mental health issues growing up. Um, dealt with a lot of anxiety and like uh, dealt with feeling depressed. So, so sometimes when you turn things around and, and you realize it's about taking care of yourself first before you are looking out for others, uh-huh. you realize that a lot of that weight or a lot of that pressure was from not caring for yourself and from worrying so much about others. And and so just doing little things like putting on a mask every Sunday. Maybe I do it more often, but uh, <laughs> you know, putting on a face mask every Sunday or taking a t- taking a bath or you know buying yourself a new outfit and it's right. not it's not always money or coming to the gym just i i i like coming here because it it de-stre- it's it's that hour in between work and going home where i can just de- de-stress decompress mm-hmm. and then go home and that's that's self-care like just taking some time to do something for yourself cooking yourself a meal right. going back to that so it if you can find that time just for yourself to kind of just recollect yourself it's it's super beneficial well, I will say I've never used like a face scrub mask. I did use groom, coffee based, whatever. Smells delicious. And uh, I've never s- felt my skin as soft as that uh, in my life. Like it was, it was like noticeably soft. And then I'm probably going to break out or something because like I kept like touching. I was like, Monica, touch my face. Like touch my <laughs> nose. It's so soft. And she's like, stop touching your face. And I'm like, it's so soft though. Like, um, so it, you're, you're right. Like I would never go buy something like that. I would never use it and then you know you monica bought it from you and then we we tried it and i was like this actually works like i always thought this was just like fake you know like what is this mask gonna do like whatever 
uh, this, this stuff works, you know? Yeah, so it's all natural. It um, it uses coffee as the exfoliator. So you instead of plastic beads or a lot of the plastic material you see in mm-hmm. scrubs, it's it's organic coffee. Um, it's it's kind of washing away at those dead skin cells and, mm-hmm. and bringing them off your skin. Even if your skin is clear, that's what a lot of people confuse. If your skin is clear, it doesn't necessarily mean you have great skin. Sometimes it's dehydrated, so you need to add some oil or some moisture. Uh, sometimes it's very dry, so if you get up close, you can start seeing flakiness. Right. So what's great about it is you can you can scrub off um, using the coffee, but there's also a lot of oils in there. It's it's actually coconut butter and coconut oil based. Okay. So that kind of once you let it, if you let it sit out as a mask after you've exfoliated, it it kind of just reintroduces that moisture into your skin. Uh, and and it did wash away a lot of your natural oils, but it's not so abrasive where you're you know, like your body's trying to make it. up for it. Uh-huh. I think you talked about, you know, last week with um, Dr. Holly about your body kind of being amazing and regenerating. So right. your body will try to recompensate for certain things. So when you use products, it's it's good to find something that's still going to keep that natural chemistry in your in your in your body or yeah. your skin. No, I think I I think you're you're spot on with that. Like using like that natural stuff and not you know some chemical that's like going to really strip your body. I always think about that like. We jump in the shower, we put soap on our body. If you just put like regular soap, it like strips off all this stuff. Then we get out of the shower and we're like, hey, my skin's dry. It's like, yeah, no, no duh. So I'm gonna put some lotion on. And it's like, we just gotta leave our bodies alone. Like we keep messing with them. Like, um, I don't know, it's just a, it's it's like this constant battle. And we do it with our hair too. And it's like, you shampoo your hair, you clean your hair. And then like, oh, my hair's so dry. So I'm gonna put conditioner in it. And then now it's all oily. And it's like, if we just let some naturalness happen, I think we could, uh, you know, kind of get through this. Probably the same thing with Purell. Like we're probably overusing Purell and killing all these germs, especially right now. And um, I told Monica, it's like the Purell is gonna dry out your hands, and then your hands are gonna crack, and then you're gonna have like a little open wound, and then now, now the coronavirus just gets right in. Like yeah. you, you know what I mean? Like so now it's like it's catch twenty two because like you want to kill the germs, but that dries out your hands, which is gonna crack your hands, which is gonna leave you susceptible to more germs. So it's you know there's no free lunch yeah so it's entering your skin through through your membrane so if you have an opening in your skin it's it's there there's just i hate to be all cynical about it but there's there usually the same person making your soap is also making your your shampoo and your conditioner and your uh, moisturizer (laughs) and so i i really like what's happening over the last couple years where we're kind of returning and there's this movement of returning back to like just raw and it goes back to the food just uh-huh. if you can identify what's in it then then use it right um i think there were civilizations that you know did it for so long and we kind of try to make things cheaper easier convenient mm-hmm. and we're sticking all kinds of things that you know you think they have a purpose or they make it easier but they're just making it easier for someone to make a buck i think it's um, like that we're kind of entering this thing where people like they just they're curious or they want to know. And so, yeah, they start looking at their food. Like, what are all these, what are all these, I'm not a food scientist. So what are all these ingredients that I have no idea I've never even heard about? And then, so they start looking at that stuff and like, Hey, yeah, eat raw or eat, eat uh, organic or or whatever. And then that leads to skincare and that leads to, Hey, what are we putting in our cars or what are we putting on our floors? What are we wiping down our counters? But like, I think there's this, yeah, like this little like movement that's happening, um, which is good, you know, and hopefully it opens people's eyes to like, what we're actually doing to ourselves and i mean i'm no uh, oncologist but I, you could probably make a link to the chemicals and all the cancers that have both you know skyrocketed exponentially over the last i don't know 
30 years or whatever, 40 years. So, um, yeah, no, that's, that's, uh, that's a spot on there. So I will be using my, uh, groom face mask uh face scrub this uh this sunday yeah we'll have the yeah. website up next week so you if anyone's interested we'll be uh having online orders from here now on. here's what i really like about it like i i've listened to you ever listen to gary v no oh i've listened to him so he he repeats the same things a lot so i stopped listening to him but like a year ago a couple years ago like i started like kind of listening to him and he's like you know if you want to he's kind of that mentality like if you want to do something do it so i'm making excuses and then don't let people tell you no and like all this stuff the another thing that he he believed in is like hey if you have a product like or you have an idea like create it and then go to your friends and family and like sell it and like you did that like you didn't create this uh, face scrub and it was like hey try out my face scrub or whatever you're like hey it's you know whatever dollars right and it's like you buy it and then you use it and then guess what you use it and then you appreciate it a little bit more and then you're like you you actually you're like oh this this does work instead of just giving it and then putting it in your drawer kind of the same concept of our gym we're not giving our friends and family like free memberships. It's like, hey, like come to our gym and you'll value it. Trust me, like I don't want to give away a free membership. The reason why we don't have ten dollar memberships, well, because we couldn't survive, <laughs> but <laughs> is because you know a ten dollar membership you're not going to value. Like you said, you're going to go once a month or whatever, and that does nothing for your fitness. Like you need to come and have that routine. So um, I don't know. I just uh, I just thought about that. Yeah, it, or organic growth is really important. Um, I think now we're in a time where everybody wants to things to happen quickly and get all the followers at once. And if you can pay, you know, X amount of money for for so and so followers followers and to get out there, it's a quick boom, but it can also be a quick bust. And I think when you do things organically, it 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 helps you stay reputable and 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 helps you kind of stay tr at least for me, it's about staying true to yourself and and and. Um, I think it's important to do things with your friends and family first and, mm -hmm. and, and kind of like proof of concept. Yeah, yeah, completely because, and, and that they're honest. I, I, right. I always tell people be honest, even if you're my friend or my family member. And then I tell them again, because sometimes they're still trying to, like um, sugarcoat it a little bit. It. And if, if you are sugarcoating things for your friends, you're not being a good friend. Like don't right. let them end up being that person on American Idol <laughs> with a terrible voice because everyone told them they could sing. Will, like, William Hung? Or it, yeah. You know, at some point, people were just telling those kids, you know, you're doing great, sweetie. And yeah. And then they get on there and you're like, ooh. And then they're embarrassing that, themselves. Yeah. That's not even good karaoke. Sorry if you start hearing gulping. The uh, He's refilling right now. I'm refilling. Actually, I need to refill too. So uh, Yeah. A little uh, emergency, a little White Claw. We're good to go. I don't know if this is preventative or it's taking care of whatever's in our system, but I'm, per I'm pretty sure the uh, CDC just said that white Cheers. claws and um, Look emergency are, yeah, we're so healthy. They said that that's exactly what keeps the coronavirus away. Yeah. A couple of shots of tequila. I think I might have a bottle in my bag. I wouldn't put it past you to, uh, <laughs> to have a bottle in your bag. Monica's like driving right now. Oh crap. They're going to get <laughs> wasted before the 9.30 class. She's like, what is going to go on? Um, later in this podcast like uh we, we do try to keep it clean um i've never had uh white claws be uh while we're recording so uh I, you know i can't be trusted yeah i did get the list of the seven dirty words so okay. my management got that i i I've, I've tried to keep it keep it as clean as possible for um for actually this could be a good topic and this is a perfect person to come up with so drinking um nobody else has talked about drinking I'm a, I do like to drink. I'm not uh, an alcoholic, or at least I, I don't think so. Dr. Drew described an alcoholic on Loveline as a, 
It does, has nothing to do with how much you drink. It's all 100% to do with consequences. So he's like, you could drink a six pack every day. It's not, it doesn't mean you're an alcoholic. That might not have great health benefits to drinking that much. But um, he's like, if you're missing work or you know, you, you're waking up in the morning and drinking and trying to go to work like that, like that's an issue, right? So I'm good. I'm drinking at night, like when everything's already done. Anyways, I digress. What's what do you drink? Do you even think about uh, anything like health wellness while you're drinking? Because like I do, and so that's why I try to stay away from like the the carby beers. Like I love IPAs, but like I just know that I can only have like a couple a week. What do you do when you're drinking? I have well, there's a couple of different things. I tend to stick to vodka soda, and that's just because it just became my go-to drink the last couple of years. Yeah. Um, also, just like in the gay community vodka soda is always like the skinny drink Wait, and what the gay com- in oh, the gay okay. com- I'm, totally gay. I'm, totally gay. I'm coming out on the radio <laughs> oh wow <laughs> they, uh, on the podcast drop talk exclusive. i hope my mom is listening <laughs> exclusive take right here um but uh just just being out in west hollywood or being in you know all these boys towns um it's always vodka soda they even call it gay water do they really? Yeah, because you can go up to the bartender and ask for a gay water. And, okay, and usually on. you know it's a good bartender. Hold on. <laughs> when Monica and I went to Vegas, that's the only thing that I ordered. So I like I just got vodka soda. I never called it gay water, but I... I, don't I think it depends on the place. You can't be like <laughs> a, you know. <laughs> Straight bars probably will just look at you. <laughs> like, what the hell is that? Um, no, but I, we drank the same thing for the, like... I don't know the same reason to try to keep like calories down and uh, it also doesn't like bloat you up, especially if you're if you're in Vegas, you can be drinking all day like it's the, the perfect thing. But anyways, yeah, so. the, the gay community is very self-conscious, so you'll <laughs> usually find a skinny version of any cocktail. OK, um, but yeah, vodka soda with lime is usually my go to. Um, I, I even like growing up, I like to taste beers and different um, brews, but uh-huh. I just was never a heavy beer drinker. Um, my dad was a very heavy drinker growing up. Okay. Oh, my voice didn't crack because I was going through some kind of <laughs> emotional thing. Uh, he was a very heavy drinker and he's been so, he's actually celebrating 17 years today. He's having a party. Yeah. Wow. So he's sober for 17 years. So I do That's have huge. like this connection with alcohol and I, I felt very like, like I had to hide it. Uh-huh. drinking um but yeah i usually try to just stick to that drink um i mean is it, is it like the because you do you make some like cocktails for sure and like some good like mixers is there any uh advice that you give people like for if they're making a drink like mixers because I, I think that's where a lot of the calories are hidden it's like in all that sweet syrupy kind of stuff but i see you make drinks like a lot but I don't know. Are you? Are they still just kind of like that vodka soda? Like I just saw you pour a white claw, and there was something around the rim, and I was like, "This is so fancy! Like you're the fanciest person I've ever seen making a white claw." Yeah. Sometimes if you add it just for you know that touch, uh-huh. um, like if it's around the rim, don't lick the rim. <laughs> <laughs> um, you'll be fine. Um, it goes back to that you know as as pure as you can stay to things. So if mm-hmm. you can identify the ingredients, yeah, I'll use like grenadine every now and then, but it's not something I don't really like sweet drinks anymore. So I'm not always putting it in there. Um, you know, stick to rum, stick to vodka, stick to gin. But once you start getting into these like mixed blended, um, liquors, you, you're, you're going to find some sugars in there. Right. When you're like, I can't even taste that. Yeah, like, and it eh, makes the hangover a lot worse. So. Yeah, it does. It, um, I think, and, uh, and maybe every alcohol, um, or every liquor like changes a little bit, but I think I've read that it's around 70 calories, um, per like 
ounce or whatever of liquor. Yeah, I want to say it's like four gr- four grams of sugar per ounce or something. That like sounds that. about right. Um, with with any liquor, and um, so vodka yeah, really is supposed to be the the cleanest, cleanest. Yeah. But I, you're taking a risk, and and you look at like the Jersey Shore people uh-huh. now, like after they stop binge drinking and going out and stuff, like. <laughs> They're all like shedding, pounds. shedding and fit. Yeah. And, and it does. I mean, going out, I'm, I, I'm, a, I'm a party boy, I guess. So I do go out a lot, but I try to at least watch how much I'm. It almost it might not be the totally the alcohol's fault. It's like the 2 a.m. Like I'm yes. hungry. Like I want and it's not like you're like, I'm hungry. I'm going to have a little bit of steamed broccoli. And a chicken breast. Like, you're like, I want Jack and It's like the worst fast food I've place. I've gotten ever. into the habit of leaving a meal prep, like, wow. ready to go. And it's helped a lot. Yeah. Because, yes, I was guilty of. And now with, like, Uber Eats and all these, oh, it, it's that convenience thing. Yeah, again. yeah. If you have that convenience, it's, it's going to mess with your plan. Yeah. So make things convenient in a different way so have that meal prep or have even if it's not super like if if it's not super portioned okay but at least you're having something right that's going to fill you up right before bed and because you really just okay so that up the alcohol that is like the mindless grazing because like you got you're a little drunk you're buzzed whatever yeah you're not gonna cook a whole meal yeah you're just like okay i just need although i've been known to I just need to graze on something right now while I'm watching this one episode of The Office and then I'm going to bed or whatever. Like, it doesn't have to be a, a world four course meal, could be in your situation. Um, but yeah, like, get, get something in there that's not a freaking burger and chicken nuggets and egg rolls and tacos and, you know, whatever. So, yeah, every now and then it's okay. But if you find yourself asking the Lyft driver to go through the drive through every single time you're going home, if the Lyft driver, full disclosure, on... <laughs> Sir, do you want something, too? <laughs> yeah, that's what you get, like, super friendly. You're like, no, come on, get something, please. <laughs> Thanks a lot for taking me. He's like, yeah, you're still paying me, so... Have, I mean, have a bite of my chicken sandwich. <laughs> Did you want... You wanted some... You want two tacos or four? Are you good with two? You don't want any? No, get, get two. He wants two. Give him two, give him two more. Give him whatever you want. Yeah, All exactly. of a sudden, you're balling. Yeah, balling on a budget, on the freaking drive through and you're like... You look at your receipt the next day, you're like, I spent $37 at Jack in a Box. Like, isn't every item a dollar? How many did we get? It's like, well, you bought the Uber driver four tacos. For like, him, you bought like 40 for him and his family. <laughs> you're going home right now? The kids Take woke to up to life. McDonald's breakfast. Right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. that's uh, The funny thing is, it's kind of true for me. Like, uh, I always want something like that. And I always want the worst. Like, I never eat at Jack in a Box ever. But at two o'clock in the morning and you're coming home and like the Uber thing, I'm like, I kind of want like four tacos, like just four tacos. And actually Monica and I uh, did that when in Lompoc, we were, I think it was for Thanksgiving and we went out like the night before. And then when we came home, Uber and, uh, you know, doing it safe. And I was like, can we hit Jack and Box real quick? I was like, yeah, sure. Like all nice. And I did that thing. Like, did you want a chicken sandwich or like a milkshake or something like that? And no. But, uh, so I, uh, I, there, there's some science behind it, and I'm not a professional, but when you're drinking, you are depressing your whole body and your system. So your 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 brain is telling you to find something that is gonna bring pleasure to you as quickly as possible, uh-huh. and so you're craving that fatty, sugary snack or meal, right? Um, because it's gonna do that. Uh, same thing like with the munchies. Like you get the munchies, and you're uh, I've never smoked. I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> but you get vodka. the yeah. 
Uh, I've heard that you know the, I've heard allegedly that you could get with the munchies. munchies. You're you know your your system's depressed. You're now craving something that's mm. you know you're not craving the broccoli. Right. Um. So yeah, it's something to think about. Know know those habits or those things that you're that are affecting your weight loss goals and and find ways around them throughout the week. Yeah, I um, feel like this is a podcast for the regular person. This is not like the gym rat who's like, no, I only eat seven meal preps a week yeah. and all this stuff. This is like normal people that are like, hey, I just go to the gym, uh, you know, a little like three, four times a week. I still have a life going on. I still want to party a little bit. Mm -hmm. And uh, and, you know, that's OK. We are, we're welcoming all uh, lifestyles, all fitness lifestyles uh, here at the gym. And we want to you know, help you reach your goals. And if it's, you know, working out and having a couple of drinks or, you know, recording a podcast and having a drink at 842 in the morning, like, hey, it is what it is. Yeah, there's no, there's no intimidation. I it, it has to work for you. Um, and you have to make it work. Right. Um, if, if you scare yourself out of it or you're being scared by wherever you're going to, the, I've never had that feeling here. I feel uh -huh. like I can show up when I need a workout and I know what's, what's going to work for me. Um, but if you're going somewhere that's like dictating or telling you, I, I mean, I, I wouldn't, I would want to reevaluate that. Right. And like, and if it's like you want to be really strict and you want somebody to like yell at you and like do that kind of stuff, then like, this is probably not the place for you. Probably like I guess I could yell at you if you well, wanted me to, but it's like you know. I get that thirty day boot camp concept, and you know you think of shows like The Biggest Loser, and yeah, you go through this whole thing and you lose the weight in X amount of time, mm -hmm. but you haven't adapted your lifestyle to it exactly. And so now you're away, you you've finished and and you're living your life, and now you're going back to the same old habits. So unless right. you're fitting your routine your workout routine into what your lifestyle is I, like you have to be honest with yourself i know friday saturday i'm gonna be tempted to go out right you know, sunday monday i'll stay in and then tuesday wednesday thursday i'll go out again <laughs> um i i know i know you know at this point i'm i'm about to be 29 i'm kind of into my routine right um so it it's definitely about fitting your workout routine to what but you your know, natural needs right are. and you, i i think i've said it with monica before like you're always going to do whatever it is that you want to do at that given time mm -hmm. and so like yeah if you if you're going to want to continue to go out like you don't have to change that you can kind of fit other stuff in there you can fit eating better at home the other four days a week that you're at home because mm -hmm. you're like hey i'm gonna make probably a little worse decisions when i'm going out and i'm probably gonna drink a little bit more so Maybe on that Sunday, Monday. I don't know. Sunday, I feel like, is a day that you should have a couple of drinks. Maybe Monday is a day that you don't have drinks. So let your liver recover a little bit. Yeah, Self-care. Sure Self-care, guys. Self-care. And then you make sure to come to the gym and, like, sweat it out and get your heart rate up. And, like, so, like, you kind of just balance that stuff. And it's it's all in, like, you know, moderation. And, like, make it fit your lifestyle. But, like, if you keep trying to go against your lifestyle, like, whatever, you know, you, you, you're, you're not going to stick with it. You're not going to stay um, you know, consistent with, with going to the gym or eating right or whatever it is. Or and you're going to hate it. Yeah. It will. And you, if you hate it, you're only going to do it for so long. Yeah. And kind of like the, the biggest loser thing, um, or, you know, boot camps that are like, Hey, lose 20 pounds in 30 days or 60 days or, you know, whatever it is. And it's like, if they're not teaching you the right things then yeah, right when you're done with that, then, then who cares? I don't always bring up the, you know, 1200 calorie diet. You could go down to a 1200 calorie diet and you're gonna lose weight because you're basically starving yourself mm -hmm. but that's not sustainable because at some point in time you're gonna have to break that diet and then you didn't learn anything and now you just go off and eat and then you gain weight again and it's like so what is it and I, I hear this all the time like oh I was on that diet and um 
this sounds like harsh, but it's like the truth. And it's like, oh, I, that diet worked. It worked so good. I lost, uh, you know, 50 pounds or whatever. And it's like, okay, well, you're not 50 pounds lighter now. So what happened? Oh, I didn't stay with it. Like, okay, well, why didn't you stay? Like, let's find a meal plan that works for you, something that you can stay with. And so it's like, you can lose that weight and then maintain that weight loss and continue to work on it. So yeah, for me, I think food was the hardest because especially cooking so much and always wanting or always, you know, coming up with different recipes since I was a little kid. Mm -hmm. I mean, we were latchkey kids. Um, so I was the one cooking for my younger sisters. Okay. Um, and because I knew how to cook so young, I was always cooking for myself and I probably wasn't making the best, you know, choices, but that's been ingrained with me for so long that I had to, I knew coming here, I hadn't really made huge changes to my diet until the last year. Uh Um, and to be honest, I think I've lost like from my first weigh in, I've probably lost like six pounds, but it's not. Like th- if I was to go measure, right, it, my body looks completely different. Like that's the other thing about transformation stuff is like the scale doesn't always tell the whole story, and most of the time it doesn't tell the whole story, especially when you're lifting weights because you're building muscle and that's replacing fat, and it's so you, the weight necessarily might not matter, but the way that clothes are fitting, the way that you look in pictures, and I think it was Monica showed me no, I think she posted it the transformation one of you. This yeah. is like, yeah, and it's like, you're wearing this like was the same. recent too. I never shared pictures with people like that. Yeah, um, it's a huge difference. Like you can, you t- you're wearing the same clothes. I think same, the same exact like shirt. Yeah, so um, and you can really see them, it, yeah. and it's like one is like tight, like the buttons are like tight. Yeah, and the other one's like it ain't tight. For I mean, sure. I still look good. Don't get me wrong, but <laughs> <laughs> no, fabulous. This is fabulous. You look fabulous, <laughs> but the you know you could totally see it is on a, like a button up shirt, and it's like dang, that's that's huge, and and weight wise who knows what you do and that's why we never really post like oh down 40 pounds or down 30 because that's just a number and that doesn't really tell the whole story but when you can see the difference in people and how much smaller they are in their midsection and how much better their clothes are fitting yeah people don't come up to you and say oh you look 231 pounds you look (laughs) great you know i have a great eye and i can tell exactly (laughs) how much yeah it's that game at isn't there like a (laughs) game at magic mountain yeah and they're like how much do you weigh and the guy's like 164 (laughs) and you're like dang how did he know that and so yeah no you're right yeah so uh, it's definitely not a number people are going to notice based on how your body's you're going to notice i mean um and even when you're here i i sometimes i don't do as much weight you, you kind of trick yourself, especially from other gyms, to think, oh, I have to do more weight. I have to do more weight. Mm-hmm. And what I like about cross-training is you're learning to just carry your own body weight. And you start right. realizing, crap, I can actually lift my own body and do a push-up or do a burpee or do, you know, a pull-up. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that's you just being able to, you know, run from the zombies if you have to. <laughs> well, and uh, I think I said this with Dr. Holly, like, you know, we have people that, that – that lose, you know, 30 pounds or whatever. And that's 30 less pounds, not during the workout, during the entire day, during their entire life that when they're walking around, like it's not on their yeah, knees. Wearing the fat suit and yeah. running the lap. Exactly. And so like, yeah, when we put on a, a weight vest, it's it's hard and they're 20 pound weight vests. So we have members that have lost more than 20 pounds and I'm struggling when I throw on a 20 pound weight vest to like go through the, the workout. And I'm like, that's how they would have felt 20 pounds ago. And, you know, imagine how they'll feel 20 pounds from now like so it's just like this continual cycle and the more that you lose the less that your knees are having to keep up um all day or during a squat or when you do a pull-up it's 20 less pounds that you have to pull your body up so 
it's kind of crazy when you put it in that kind of terms and you think about it, you're like, yeah, that's, that's right. Like, I, I mean, the more weight that you lose, the less strain it is on your body and not just during this 45 minute workout, but during your 24 hour life. Like that's, that's real. Ooh, that's a self-satisfying sniff that, uh, <laughs> I was like, that's, that's a good concept right there. That's going to be a, that's going to be a takeaway on, uh, on social media here soon. Um, He's literally typing the the caption right now. He has the post ready to go. Just gotta, I gotta mark the. It's uh, a the shirtless minutes. selfie of Joe and <laughs> some motivational words. <laughs> I gotta mark the the minutes so I can capture that a little bit. <laughs> um, what's next, like for you, like from like a motivation standpoint, like, or do you have like, do you set a goal, or are you setting a goal? I know you've changed in the past like year of your like, you know, eating habits or whatever, like. Are you setting more goals now? Are you that kind of person that's like gonna set a goal? Or are you just kind of like, hey, like what what's next for? Well, um, due to this epidemic, I've already booked so many beach trips for the <laughs> summer. So I just want to look good this summer for all those beach trips. Yeah, all a hundred twenty dollars worth of beach trips that I booked. So um, insane. I, I don't think I've ever really set goals. I'm kind of like a cynic, and maybe that's just me getting in my own head. But I'm not like a long term goal setter. I just kind of say, okay, you know. My dad really ingrained this in me because it's something they do in AA, but it's, you know, live 24 hours a day. Okay. And so, like, what's my goal for today? And sometimes I just wake up in the morning and I make sure I pack my bag, especially lately. I, I'll pack my gym bag and I say, OK, today I'm going to the gym and, you know, just worry about I just kind of try to worry about today. And if, if I get my workout in, great. And then if not, the next morning I can tell myself, OK, today I'm going to do it. And, right. But, I, you know, and then follow through on it. Um, I think it does help. It actually does help to either buy that shirt or buy that trip that motivates you to to do something okay um so um so like a smaller shirt or something that yeah. you might not fit into or something a little risque that you yeah might, a little like, you know just a little crop top yeah i have um, a couple of those <laughs> yeah, oh yeah I've, I've i've heard um but i don't i don't really long-term goal set but i do know like my dirty 30 is coming up next year mm -hmm. um so i kind of like by 30 at least want to um like feel like more tight it's not even like a weight loss thing i just uh -huh. there's certain areas that i know i want to improve on okay but i've never been like okay i want to get to it's i don't i want to get to 200 pounds or 180 pounds or right. i've never given myself a number especially no i'm not going to beat myself up about like to some people they'll say oh six pounds like in you know one year or whatever I'm not going to beat myself up about that. And I think right. that's what's helped me even more. The mm -hmm. fact that I'm not concentrated on a number. What I do is I'll weigh myself daily and just make sure I'm staying on track. But, uh, you know, my, my, where I know I've succeeded is if I can come in and finish that workout and know Absolutely. it was something that I didn't do the last time and do it with a lot more ease. The capacity aspect of like being able to get through some of the workouts that we do, it's like, Hey, it's a 20 minute AM ramp, but you're going to do it for 20 minutes. Like yeah. somebody just walking in the gym, no way. They don't have the capacity to be able to do that. And like all of our members have the capacity to do that at what weight that obviously varies, but like to be continually move and move some type of weight for 20 minutes, like somebody just can't walk off the street and do that. So that's huge. And you know, with the, the weight thing, it's weight is so mis misleading because you could weigh yourself at different times of the day and you, you could vary like five, six pounds throughout the same day. So, you know, if you're focused on that scale, you could easily get distracted, get like, you know, disappointed, discouraged and just be like, screw it. What am I even doing? So I, I, uh, I yeah, like that. I, I've heard cross training compared to like, 
cults and like there's that reward thing you get even though you're going through something difficult and i tell uh. people when i recommend it um your first couple of times you're gonna have a hard time uh-huh. but that's that's because of your body that's because right. of what you've done to your body um it's true and so as you're able to kind of work those muscles and start finally being able to support your body, mm. you're going to notice that improvement. It's going to be easier and it's going to be rewarding. Mm. Um, you know, I get that same feeling like when I go out and hike, I hike a lot as well. And sometimes you go off trail and you find yourself kind of pulling over rocks or pulling over different areas. Right. And you, um, you realize that, you know, you, your body is able to, to kind of adapt and, and move. You're like, um, oh, I just pulled myself up on this. Yeah. Oh, what's up, muscles? Yeah. So you're you're definitely doing something that's a little bit more human than just running on a treadmill. Yeah, which is boring. Like I I've always said, like I hate running. I I don't like training for any of that stuff. Like, and for me, like you said, long term goals. I I definitely don't have any long term goals. And that's what usually when we did like those uh, obstacle course races, that's always what like motivated me because like, hey, it's maybe it's four months from now. So I'm like, okay, at least I got that date. I'm going to train for that. And if I don't have that, it's hard for me to continually like stay in the same mode. I'm still going to work out, but I work out differently when there's something, when there's like a light at the end of the tunnel. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I always want to have some type of short-term goal and then keep kind of moving that yardstick like back or the goal line back and, and having something else to, to do. Yeah. Reward, reward is really important to us. I, I mean, we work on reward. And so, um, I, I like to, I think the daily thing is good because if you, if you do something long-term and get there and you don't, you beat yourself up about it for a lot longer. Right. Whereas where you have those daily things or that daily self-care, you're constantly giving yourself that reward. Right. Um, And it's very helpful. It's very helpful for your mental health. Um, It's very helpful for you to, to just stick to something when, when you're constantly rewarding yourself or seeing, finding those little rewards or those, those positive aspects. So it's like at the end of the day, if you're like, Hey, if I eat, you know, if I eat these meals or whatever, I eat good. Don't stop anywhere and don't start grazing on any food. I go to the gym. I do my full shift of work. You're like, I get to reward myself with a, uh, a mask, a bath, yeah. a bath and a glass of wine or something like that. And so if you do that and then you, but you got to have the self-discipline where like, if you don't hit those goals, you don't get that. Yeah. You know? And, um, there's a lot of people, uh, cause I listen to a lot of podcasts shockingly. <laughs> um, but they, they have the same thing where I've, I've actually heard it. It's like, if I do, you know, whatever it is, X, Y, Z, like I'll watch 30 minutes of TV in bed tonight before I go to sleep. Yeah. But then they have the thing where like, I didn't do that. No TV, go straight to bed. And they just lay there and like, look up like, so if you have the discipline to be able to hold yourself accountable for that, then that's, I mean, that'd probably work better than any type of goal term setting, like long, long goal setting. Cause like every single day you're like, Hey, I can uh, take a bath tonight. Well, I mean, you should take a shower or something, but like a bath bomb, maybe, I don't know. And, um, you know, have that glass of wine. If I hit my goals, then the next day, like maybe it's something different, maybe it's the same thing, but I think that kind of keeps you on track a, a lot better. So yeah, chocolate covered anything is my weakness. Like <laughs> I, I'm just like, I don't even, I don't like, well, I can't even have chocolate ice cream, but I don't like chocolate ice cream, but chocolate covered anything is my weakness. So if I go to the, if I come to drop, yeah. I, w- I will say, okay, I can have chocolate covered almonds tonight. Okay. Um, and that's just. You know, you think about it, and and you can't also like not have the foods you enjoy. Um, yeah, absolutely. You gotta if have you your came and pleasure. got a whole workout in. I think that's that's my that's my thinking. I came worked out. Uh-huh. That's more than I would have done if I, you know, if I was do- eating it and and not working out. So 
you know, reward yourself a little, don't punish yourself. I, I don't think working out should ever be a punishment. I think it should just be a part of your daily right uh, routine. I, uh, I like that. And I think we could, uh, could end it there. Is there anything that you want to get out to, uh, to all the listeners or is there anything else that you want to talk about? Um, I mean, you, I we can go for hours. We have, <laughs> I we have, have at least plenty a quarter of, of a white claw left. I'm sure I have some more emergency ready to go. Uh, <laughs> I feel like the um, gulps. We, we, we did our best not to. There was a Super Bowl commercial that was like, um, was it like Rihanna or somebody? And she had like a Michelob gold. Did or it play during halftime? Let me stop you there. No. So I didn't okay. watch it. <laughs> remember your audience, Joe. Remember your audience. <laughs> halftime show was amazing. Halftime show was great. It was, J-Lo and Shakira. There was, there was a lot going on um, bo- with bodies, with mouths, with uh, that just <laughs> that Shakira halftime show cracks me up um a lot going on but um anyways it, they do like stuff like right into the microphone like okay not that that was the worst impression <laughs> but anyways they do stuff right in the microphone i feel like that that uh glass pour was was perfect cheers look at us oh cheers look at us um all right so um i don't know So for the next five minutes you'll hear us gulping yeah <laughs> where can people uh find you if you want to plug anything sure so you can find me at, at it's seja i-t-s-c-e-j-a that's my uh personal page or if you want to check out groom uh self-care skincare that's at groom skincare it's g-r-u-m we're fancy about the spelling yeah and by we i mean me there's only one it's a one <laughs> it's show, a one hand show you know we like to think we're a multi-million dollar corporation i think Hey, you know, act, high mindset. Yeah, exactly. Act how you want to be. Exactly. Like, Kylie Jenner, watch out. There. <laughs> um, cool. Anything else? Watch your. Uh, I. It's on your personal page, but like cooking with Seha. Yeah. Like- so cooking with Seha is on IGTV. There's a couple of old episodes on YouTube. Um, just with the format of it, I've tried to at least on my personal just do. Um, just quick one minute recipe videos. And uh-huh. most of the time I do stick to that concept of um, cook. So even though it's not keto or it's not, um, you know, the healthiest thing, I try to use, you know, more natural ingredients mm-hmm. and kind of start from scratch. So you'll at least see that. Um, and then you can modify it to whatever dietary need. And usually if you if you message me, I have a lot of, uh, I have my housewife follows, uh-huh. followers and they're always like, oh, well, my kid can't have this or my, you know, so I'm always uh, messaging back and forth in the background. So if you ever have a question about something you see, I usually have a little bit of a tip or recommendation. Okay. I know you mentioned like the oils and olive oil and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I had I didn't want to go on a tangent, but I have ideas on that as well. So. Oh, OK, cool. There you go. Uh, reach out, DM him, slide into his DMs and, uh, you know, get some uh, some good uh, good ideas, good good recipes. Yeah. Suggestions? OK. And, and maybe laugh a little bit. Yeah, there you go. My mom watches. So. I, I know. I see <laughs> Diane on there. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, uh, I think that'll wrap it up for uh, this episode. Go ahead and, um, you know, share our podcast. Uh, give us a review. Awesome five-star review would be would be nice. Um, leave something in the comments. Like, comment, share. Yeah, like, comment, share. Um, you can follow us on uh, Instagram, uh, at Drop Fitness Bakersfield, um, or the website, dropfitnessbakersfield.com. And uh, as always, come check our gym out. Um, you know, every workout, uh, I'm sorry, every first workout's always free. So uh, come check us out and uh, hopefully see you guys at the gym. Thanks a lot.